you know, what I've noticed as far as the vibe, people just like put a huge emphasis on being active and being outside and people love to just take breaks in the middle of the day to go to the beach or go on hikes. And I love that there is just the accessibility to all that is just so close out there. And just like this outdoor lifestyle has been really awesome. And we really, we really love that. Welcome back or welcome to the Business in Board Shorts podcast, the only podcast dedicated to coastal entrepreneurs and business owners. I'm your host, C.T. Kaup. In this episode, I talk with Kara Buttress from San Francisco, California. She's a graphic designer and recently started her own business. Let's dive into this week's conversation. Hey, Kara, welcome to the show. Hey, CT, how's it going? Excited to be here. Yes, thank you for joining me. So you're based in San Francisco. Have you lived there your whole life? No, no. I've been in San Francisco. Um, come come May will be two years. So I'm just at that two-year mark. Um, I actually grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and lived there for, you know, up until this big move to San Francisco. Um, grew up in St. Louis went to college in Missouri, and then moved to St. Uh, Kansas City with my husband shortly after that. And so I've just been progressively moving west. So San Francisco was was the next big, big west move for us. <laughs> How would you say the vibe is different between St. Louis, KC, San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, the west coast in general, like I felt it immediately. It's pretty different. You know, when I first got there, and like I was meeting people my age and like I noticed that there's this this huge emphasis on career and you know I came out there at 28 years old I had been married for 6 years up to that point and everybody I told they were like oh my gosh you're married already um like you know people aren't getting married as young out there. No one had no one that I met my age had kids, whereas all my friends back in Missouri were like on their second kids. So it's just a crazy difference, you know, the emphasis people put on career out there. And it's great. And that's like, you know, what what I was kind of looking for. We don't have kids, so we kind of kind of meshed in quite well. Um, also just as far as like, you know, what I've noticed as far as the vibe people just like put a huge emphasis on being active and being outside and people love to just take breaks in the middle of the day to go to the beach or go on hikes. And I love that there is just the accessibility to all that is just so close out there. And just like this outdoor lifestyle has been really awesome. And we really, we really love that. How about the entrepreneurship side of things? Yeah. I mean, you know, San Francisco is, like tech city, right? All Silicon Valley, all these, you know, startups left and right. And, 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 you know, people are doing their own thing all the time. Um, when I worked at the agency, you know, obviously we worked with a lot of big tech companies, but like, you know, just talking to people, everyone has friends who are starting their own businesses, starting their own tech companies, getting, you know, things running off the ground. So, you know, it's kind of cool to, be around that and be amongst people who are who are doing their own thing. So talk about the beginning to your career and starting on the agency side. 
Yeah. So um, I guess just a little background. I went to college to become um, a journalist, believe it or not. And I, you know, quickly realized that reporting is not for me. I, I don't like talking to people enough to make that my career. So I went ahead and like got the degree in journalism, but had to like pivot pretty quickly after college. And I got into magazine design and was, you know, trying to find a career in publication, but because that wasn't really ample opportunities in Kansas City where I was living, um, I managed to get a job at an agency and like, you know, had to learn about the agency world pretty quickly on the go. Um, and so, you know, I, I ended up really loving it and I was there for quite a while and, um, you know, kind of got to a point in my career where I was, you know, ready for something more. I had really had ambitions to live on the West Coast for a long time. And this kind of just seemed like a perfect opportunity to go ahead and do that. So I quit my job in Kansas City and my um, my best friend lives out in San Francisco and she had a job for me at her agency um, in just like a, a contractor role. And so I was just like, yep, I'm in, let's do it. I moved to San Francisco by myself for six months and I worked at this agency and um, totally different from what I was doing, you know, beyond the, the role of graphic designer, this agency was an experiential design agency, a marketing agency, I should say. And, you know, the role was like working on big scale tech conferences and doing in environmental design and, you know, coming up with activations for um, conference goers and, and all this really cool stuff. Um, and, you know, the emphasis was on events, right? So come COVID, when all the events were being canceled, and, you know, all the big tech companies were shutting down their events, and no one wanted to do anything, obviously, you know, a business can't survive on the one thing that they're doing. So unfortunately, the contractors were the first to go. And that was in March of 2020. So at that point, I was trying to figure out, okay, you know, what can I do to just, and at the time, no one knew COVID was going to go on and on and on. So I was just thinking, okay, maybe I'll just hang tight for a bit. You know, I'll try to do some freelance work while I can, and the job market will pick up. That was the plan. Summer came, job market wasn't picking up. I just found it incredibly difficult to land anything. I couldn't even get interviews. And, you know, a lot of the people I was working with at that agency, like they lost their jobs too. So I was like, okay, I'm competing against a lot of people right now, just in the Bay Area alone. Come, I think it was August, I was like, okay this isn't working. I need to make a major shift. Otherwise we're going to have to move back to Missouri. And I don't, I don't want to do that. So I was like, okay, I'll do the freelancing full time and see where this takes me. And, um, I started on Upwork and that's actually where I met you and we connected on Upwork. And like, that's kind of where I jump started my freelancing career. And since then, like in this six months that I've been doing this full time, it's like, grown into this thing that I can actually look at and be like, Hey, I built this. This is my, my little freelancing career. And I love it. And I'm like, why didn't I do this before? You know? And it's just been like this really great growing experience for me. And I've had to learn a lot about just like, you know, 
beyond just providing design services. I have to learn about, you know, what connecting with clients and, and like talking about budgets and, and talking about, you know, things that I always had another person do for me. So it's been interesting to like having to play multiple roles now. Um, but yeah, I love it. And, and it's been, it's been great so far. What would you say is the most interesting thing you've learned or, you know, something that you didn't necessarily think twice about, like, you know, budgets and that sort of thing. Um, just the most interesting, surprising thing, because I know, I think both of us can relate where we love doing the thing that we're the expert in. And we're not, mm-hmm. once you go out on your own, then you have to do all these other things, wear all these other hats that you're not used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned that it is hard to talk for me it is hard to talk about budget and money and like and as somebody who um you know is like new to the freelancing thing and like pricing myself and having the confidence to like you know charge that x amount of money even though you know in the back of my head I'm just screaming like oh my god they're gonna say no I I don't have the confidence to do this and just like making myself do this and putting myself in this situation where I have to sell myself as this expert has been really hard for me. And I've kind of come to learn that like, I am good at what I do. So I do deserve to like charge this X amount of money. And like, what's cool about freelancing is if there's a project that comes up and I'm not interested in it, or I'm feeling not like they're not going to come up to my price point, I don't have to sell myself short. I can say no. And, you know, working at an agency, working on projects that I don't necessarily love was a thing. And now I don't have to do that. And it's been like this really freeing experience and has actually like, I have felt my confidence grow even more. And now I can like go into a meeting and be like, okay, you know what? I do this and this and this, this is what I charge because I'm giving you this value you know, let's, let's make it work or, you know, let's talk. And if, and if they're not digging that, then I'm going to just be like, okay, bye. And I don't feel so bad about it anymore. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic to go from agency life. Like you said, where you're doing basically whatever they give you, then you Mm -hmm. go out on your own. And what you just said, I experienced the same thing where you're just going to take anything and everything because you have to. uh, But then you realize, okay, well, that, that really wasn't the greatest client or easiest to work with or whatever the issue might be. And then you can finally transition to, okay, let me just do what I want to do for who I want to do it for and be able to to have that freedom. It's pretty special. Yeah, exactly. And it's just incredibly freeing. And it's just this, you know, I constantly find myself reflecting and being like, you know, I really liked working with that person. And, and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, foster this relationship. And, and I've never really cared about that thing before. I'm sure you're like reflecting on your own experience. No, that's why like, yeah, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's so, it's so similar. There's two things I love catching rays and catching new business, but getting tan is a lot easier than getting your business found online. If you're struggling to get new customers from your website, let my decade of experience work for you. Surf on over to callmect.com and fill out a quick form. I'll be sure to answer as soon as I get back from the beach.
what service do you enjoy providing the most out of all the different graphic design areas that you could do? Yeah. So print's my jam. Um, I like, you know, coming up through college and studying publication design and like magazines, that's always been like my passion spot. And I, I've always loved print projects, which is kind of funny because I feel like a lot of the work that I come across these days is not print. Everybody wants digital work, you know, everything's social media and, and, you know, email and digital web-based graphics and that's fine. But like, Oh, I just love print. Um, when I was working at the agency in Kansas city, I did a lot of packaging work. That was really fun. And I really enjoyed that. Um, so every time somebody has like a brochure project, I'm like the first to raise my hand and be like, I will do this brochure for you. Cause I love print. Um, I just think it's a whole different experience than, than a digital project. You know, when you're thinking about being on the web and you're, your digital presence, you only have a very short time to make an impression because somebody's, you know, the digital world is just so fast. People don't really pay attention, but when you have a printed piece in front of you, you know, you want to take advantage of that and people are going to spend time looking at something, whether it's a brochure or a magazine or, you know, even just a flyer or something, people absorb it a little differently And so just, you know, the strategy behind thinking about print design, I just, I've always loved it. (laughs) Okay. So I have a question for you that I have not been able to ask anyone. This has pretty much always been in my own head. So you can relate website, maybe a little different than graphic design, but more or less it's, it's very similar. So where I find myself wandering is like, what is the quote unquote website going to look like? 10, 20, 50 years from now, like, do you ever find yourself wondering about like, where, like, what is my work going to look like? What is designing for print or digital or some other medium that we're not even aware of? I'm saying like 20 years from now, like, do you ever find yourself thinking about that? Or are you just more focused in the present, just like doing my thing and like, it'll, it'll kind of come as it comes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think about that because, you know, it's always good to think long-term and you know, when I was, and I can circle back to digital for sure, but when I was doing magazines, it was always, there was always this, we were constantly being told magazines and newspapers are dying. It's a dying industry. You know, you need to be able to refocus and and do the digital route. And in my head, I'm like, oh, people love their magazines. They're not, they're never going to give that up. But I, I'm finding myself to be wrong. There's a lot of movement, you know, there, I think there will always be like the big publications will do that, but you know, so many people consume their media online right now. I think it's pretty inevitable that in 10 years, I think we can say goodbye to the the print industry for sure. But, you know, just kind of thinking about that and, and applying it to different areas. I think, I think that's actually a really interesting question, which got me thinking like, you know, what's my role going to be in 10 years? Yeah, no, I I think about that too. And just trying to future proof it all and diversify. And uh, I'm sure you're the same way. Like I, I, I would do the web stuff I do for free because I love it that much, but also we all have to make a living. So we can't do that. I think every, there's always going to be the need for an expert in whatever industry, but then mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, there's all these 
all these different programs and um, services coming out there that'll charge a penny compared to what we would want to charge and that sort of thing. Where would you say, you know, as you're in the beginning stages of launching your business and growing that, like, where do you want it to be a year or two from now or, or kind of like just kind of on a looking towards the future? What are your thoughts on, on your side? Yeah. I mean, I would love to be in a place where it's a sustainable business. It's, it's something where I'm feeling confident about and, and I'd love to just be in a place where I can, I mean, I think a a freelancer's dream is always to have just like a, you know, steady stream of clients and like a group of clients that I have built relationships with and, you know, have, you know, I'd love to be able to look back and be like, yeah, I've worked with this client for five years, being able to be in a place where I'm, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to articulate. Cause I, on one hand, I just want to be like, yeah, I just want to be making the same amount of money that I was at an agency. But I think, I think it goes on, it goes a little bit deeper than that. And just, you know, like, honestly, I still want to be passionate about this in a year. And I still want to be like proud to be a freelancer. Cause like right now it's really hard because I still question <laughs> myself if I'm doing the right thing. So, you know, I'd love to be in a place where I'm like, yeah, I did the right thing. And as much as I love it, you know, it, it needs to be sustainable and, and, and like the right thing for, for me personally, um, if that makes sense at all. Yeah. Basically uh, the way that I take it is like, you don't, you don't want to feel burnt out in a year like or two, you want to mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. able to have it be sustainable and just keep growing it mm-hmm. versus exactly. feeling like really run down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Three questions to close out the show here. First, would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? Uh, I'll say it again. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? Um, I'm going to have to go with the drinks, giving up the drinks because I have like an incredible sweet tooth and I love all baked goods and I don't think I could give up my cookies and my cakes so I'll have to give up the drinks water it is and best life advice I would say like just do what do what makes you happy do what you're passionate about I can't tell you how many times I've just been like go with my gut and do something that I think is going to make me happy and it's paid off and ultimately I think that's you know, the goal in life is just to be happy and do something you love. And, and I can't imagine myself ever going back to a place where I just hate what I'm doing. And, and I mean, that's all I can say, just do what you're passionate about. Best business advice. Be realistic with your, with your goals. You know, it might suck at first, but things will get better. Um, You know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to, you got to hustle you know, hustle is important. Thank you very much for joining me. I wish you the best and definitely keep in touch. Yeah. Thanks so much, CT. Appreciate it. You're still here? Well, while I have you, if you found today's episode valuable or useful, I would love if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps to expand the reach of the podcast. And if not, then just forget the last 10 seconds. Thanks. Talk to you next week.